Hello, we Designer Duo's podcast, a podcast from the perspective of two designers, Kaya and Rach. Kaya is a junior designer at the beginning of her journey within the industry, and Rach is a senior designer and art director with nearly a decade of experience and now running her own business. Stick with us as we document our highs and lows of designer life and the learnings we capture along the way. Okay, Kaya, so for everyone who doesn't know, Tell us what your job role is now and what you do day to day. So my job role is now a junior designer. Um, my day-to-day tasks very much vary. Um, they tend to be projects which Rach doesn't want to do. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not projects that I don't want to do. Like, you're working on a really cool illustration project now. It's very true. I am. Which I know, well, I would like to do, but I know you like doing illustrations. So I was like, Kyle will love this. It's true. It is true. I do love the project. It's very good. Let's start from the beginning of your journey. So you're a junior designer now, but how did you get here? So you did your A-levels, didn't you? Yes, I did my three A-levels, which were very random, which Rachel will probably comment on in a second, which were maths, art and religious studies. I just don't understand. I would never do maths, like, ever, ever, ever. No, but that wasn't even the bad... The bad one was religious studies. It doesn't sound bad. It was awful. Like, if anybody is ever, ever going to think about doing religious studies at A-level... Don't. Don't. And if you think of doing it for a degree, I'm just telling you, from A-levels, don't. (laughs) Okay, so, you got through your A-levels. What did you do then? So, my A-levels ended really abruptly during... Was it 2020 now? I think it was 2020. Yeah, I know. Because with COVID, I feel like no one's got any like, perception on what... No, I, I honestly did, do not know what year I done my animals in. I think it was 2020. It was the first year yeah. when Corona hit. That was 2020. Yeah. Yeah. So in 2020, my A-levels got cut short. So that was pretty rubbish. I basically, one day, never went back into my school that's a bit sad isn't it that you didn't get to like say bye to teachers or yeah it was just like it was very strange because I was told by everybody like I had a maths tutor um who was lovely he was a lovely guy and I used to see him every like every week two days a week to do maths tuition and he was like no don't be silly like you're not going to be put on lockdown and I was actually really excited because the school said it would be two weeks so I was like, yes, two weeks, two, off. two weeks holiday, I need this. And then I actually never went back, so it wasn't as great as I thought. Um, I feel like that was the whole country, well, whole world to a certain extent. Everyone was like, woo, time off. And yeah, really yeah it was like time, like working from home. And then all of a sudden it just ended up permanently from home. Like, you, yeah. you never gone back. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, London. But um, no, so that ended pretty quick obviously and then I started to commission um paintings for just friends and family really which kept me busy during lockdown and I was quite adamant that I wanted to be an artist but I really didn't want to go to uni just because purely I didn't want to go to uni and study art nothing wrong with art I just didn't feel like I would benefit from going to uni for art so, what paintings would you paint? Dogs. <laughs> dogs, 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 dogs. Um, Is it fair to say you got a bit sick of painting Oh, dogs? I hate... I, I love dogs. I hate painting them. Just... It's not the dog's fault, bless them. But, 
<laughs> they're so boring you can't imagine anything you just have to paint what is in front of you and I come across quite a few Karens in my time <laughs> of literally a year and some people just complain and I was just like I, I you're paying me to do this because you can't do it so you either appreciate what I've done or you just go away and don't come back do you feel like this gave you a little bit of an insight of like client relationships and also like running I know it wasn't a fully fledged business but like running your own thing on the side yeah 100% like I, I found that um, some people are really lovely and some people really understand you um, and other people are just so inconsiderate like they'll message you a week before and be like can you do this for this weekend and I'm like this painting isn't quick it's not a digital yeah. drawing that's going to take me an hour or two it's genuinely going to take me a couple of days to complete this. Because I feel like there's quite a lot of learning there. Because like protecting your own time is such a big thing for like what we do every day. Yeah, and I feel like, especially during lockdown, mm. you didn't really have a concept of time because you were constantly sitting around in your house. I would be done in my studio till 12 at night some nights. Yeah, yeah. Just genuinely because I had nothing else to do. Like, um, I wasn't allowed to go through my horses because of lockdown. Oh, wow, yeah. So, um... That was one thing that I was not allowed to do. So it was almost like I spent all my time in my garden painting. painting. So what did you do after um, painting dogs? So um, while I was painting dogs, actually, I still, I still really wanted to be an artist at this point. I thought I'm going to develop my own style, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I went and done a foundation course in art and design at a local college to me, which at first was brilliant, it was lovely, um, really nice tutors, and then again, we got put on lockdown. So I was doing this art and design course from home, and the reason why I wanted to do the art and design course was to develop my own style and experiment more, because obviously in college you have more materials, yeah. which is like... It's ideal, especially like if you want to pursue a, a. So, did you have to um, buy your own materials, like source your own like space, etc.? You didn't have like a studio to work in. No one to like, bounce ideas off of. Um... No. So while I was in college, we did have quite a nice studio space. Actually, it was really open and it was um, like nice big windows. It sounds really silly, but it just was nice. Yeah. Um, and the people were nice and things, but. I never realised that you had to actually pay for materials while you were there. So, like, lino print, for example, I think for, like, a little A5 piece was, like, three or four pounds. And it doesn't sound like a lot, but when you want to print big or... Lots of it. Yeah, like, mm. it's a lot of... It's, it, it adds up to be a lot of money for just experimenting. So, yeah, it wasn't the most ideal situation. And then, obviously, that ended. I continued to do that while I was at home um, during lockdown, but obviously it wasn't the same and I've become very bored of it very quick. It's kind of frustrating, isn't it? Because I feel like you didn't necessarily have the best time with like A-levels and then your foundation, especially with COVID and you not enjoying them as much as you potentially would have. But at least you figured out like what you kind of don't want to do. Yeah, like 100%. It made me really realise how much I didn't want to do art and how lonely it actually was because mm. 
when I was in the studio with people, I actually enjoyed it because there was people around me. Um, I could people watch and just silly things like that. Whereas when I was at home and I was in the back of my garden, I was alone and it was just such a lonely environment. So fast forward to now, um, well, talk about how you ended up working for me. Obviously I know this, but just for anyone. Yeah, of course, Rach knows this. Um, (laughs) I basically, I was really adamant that I wanted an apprenticeship. So when I left college, um, well, during college as well, I was trying to find an apprenticeship. Um, I even had like career advice sessions during college because I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And I actually found them so unhelpful. And I think that's a big thing about this podcast that hopefully you'll find helpful because I had no, like I did have career advice, but it was really, really bad career advice this comes back to the point as well about the schools being so outdated. 100% and like mm. this woman I was talking to her she she had no idea about careers in creative industry and I think that's a really big thing that needs to be addressed there's so many creatives out there and especially there's so many people that are talented at a creative thing like even drama art textiles yeah. photography and it's almost seen like it's a industry don't go into because there's not money there's not this and there's not that and there is yeah and i i 100% think that needs to be the awareness needs to be raised on that definitely um god the amount of times people would tell me that i wouldn't get a job because i did art at uni i know and like it's really sad actually okay so you found my job post on a local facebook group yeah so i <laughs> I had literally just been, well, I hadn't just been, I had applied and was interviewing for this other job, which I really liked the look of. There was, like, a group of, this this job is the opposite to the job which I actually <laughs> really liked the look of. Um, it was in marketing. I always believed I wanted to go into marketing, just purely because there, I believed that there was a creative, there probably is, like a very creative side of marketing but I thought it was a lot more creative than it was but again because I hadn't had any awareness of it and nobody had spoke to me about marketing and actually told me what it was I had no idea what I was getting myself into yeah did you have like did you have any idea of what your day would look like as like would it was it a marketing system it was digital marketing so it was digital marketing apprenticeship um and they explained it a little bit, but of course, very brief and... All the good bits. Yeah. yeah. And it was like they had 10 departments and over the 18 months you were there, you'd move around the 10 departments, which I really liked because I realised that I'd be able to figure out what I really like to do. True. So if you had got it, you might have gone to like the creative department or design. I don't know. It depends what departments they put you in, I suppose. Yeah. But you might have gotten there and been like, oh, okay, I really like design. Yeah, yeah. So it it probably would have worked out in its own way. But I went on holiday and I was waiting for this email. And it never came and I was like, well, what is going on? So I went to email her back, like the lady who was meant to be telling me. And um, I then found her email in junk saying that I hadn't got through because I didn't know enough about the company. Again, around... Yeah, like around apprenticeships they make it really hard to get through so that there was I'd already been through three stages of this 
I think there's something like really wrong actually in the industry where they require so much of someone's time just as an interview stage and yeah. then you're still not even really guaranteed the job like and did you if you'd got through to this stage what was the next step so the next step was then two days later I had to sit on a call from 9 30 in the morning till four Eesh. to do a um a like an assessment day so would you have got it like was that that was the final bit yeah you would get it from there but um it's still an investment in time like a huge investment well i was on holiday i was missing out on sun time at this point (laughs) i was only there for a week so i didn't get it and actually as i was looking i found job um not job i found rachel's job advertisement on a local facebook group and i was like there's nothing is going to come out of this hundred percent. Um and I messaged Rachel and I was like, Can you send me the job spec please? I mean I've spoken about this before. Because it said designer, I went for it, but I was adamant that I never wanted to go into graphic design. Mm. I was so adamant. I just there was something around graphic design. Again, the awareness of graphic design. There is none. Yeah. And you almost kind of think about I don't know, the stereotype of graphic design, of it being really boring. You're always sitting there on a computer and actually there's not really much creative stuff going on. So yeah, Just like artworking, basically. Yeah. Like of it. I think I was the same, to be honest. Like, my version of graphic design when I was at school or doing A-levels was um, the boys that would have their, like, horrible folders at school full of, like, CAD kind of drawings that just looked a bit shit. Yeah, and I, I honestly, it's such a big thing, especially for for my age, go, like finding themselves apprenticeships and, and jobs and things like that. I think it's so important for people to be aware of there is a lot of jobs in within the creative industry that they can find and they can be successful because as much as school tells you that art isn't a good subject and textiles isn't a good subject... There are careers within that industry that you can make something of yourself. And even if you're a person that you know is going to be employed for the rest of your life, there are jobs out there which you can progress in. There are so many design jobs at the moment. I get emails, all well, like emails from where I've like previously signed up in like the last few years or whatever, but ridiculous amounts. Yeah, and I just think it's so it's so important for people to be aware that actually... Don't listen to what the teachers say. Yeah. <laughs> you can do what you want to do. And, like, going to uni and studying art or studying graphics isn't a waste of time. It's simply being able to project yourself to the right people, I think, which is so important. And having that, I don't know, that that drive Yeah, definitely. to actually want to be there. Because if you don't want to be there, there's no point in being there. Like, you might as well go home. Okay, so it's been like three months since you joined me, right, as a junior designer? Yep. Just over, actually. Just, Just over. Months. And when you think back to like where you were when you started, I think your progress has like, come on like, astronomically. It's crazy. Like, I always sit there and think, my first day I'd never opened Illustrator <laughs> before. <laughs> or any Adobe program. No, I'd literally opened nothing. And the first day I come in, Rachel's like, Okay, Illustrator, here we go. <laughs> um, 
I think it's fair to say that I did throw you in at the deep end a little bit, but I also really truly believe that as a learning style that works very well. Like if I set you with a task that feels at the start almost impossible, there hasn't been anything whereby you have felt completely stuck or not being able to do it. Yeah, 100%. And don't get me wrong, it was a bit daunting at the start, obviously, but I've learnt a lot and I wouldn't expect my... Like, I wouldn't have said to myself that you will know these programmes and you'll know them pretty well. Like, for example, Rach actually put me on a um, beginner's graphic design course at Central St Martins. <laughs> and I went on it and it was it was fab, don't get me wrong. However, Rach had taught me so much within a month, I'd actually... I knew everything they were telling me. <laughs> Just a complete waste of time. <laughs> so, it, yeah, it was a bit of a waste of time in terms of every... I think it was Thursday, wasn't it? Yeah. Every Thursday, so. I would genuinely be online on a call. Yeah, you kind of knew everything they were teaching at that point. <laughs> but I think that's a credit to how much you've learned and worked in the last three months. Yeah, just I, to be fair, I never expected it to be like that. I just thought... When I went on it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is really exciting. And then yeah. the first day, I remember sitting there next to you being like, Rach, <laughs> I know this. Because <laughs> Clipping Masks was one of them, right, where they were talking you through it. But I... that was like the third session out of five <laughs> sessions. I was like, oh. I was like, oh, my God, you've done so many Clipping Masks up till now. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. If anybody doesn't know how to do graphic design, I'd recommend the course. Yeah, but, like a complete beginner's course. Yeah, but I mean, if you don't know how to do graphic design at all, do it. If you do, maybe not. Maybe go to a more advanced one, which yeah. is what I'd probably do next time. But it was good. Yeah. So you're just starting in like your journey as a graphic designer, really. Obviously, aside from like the last three months. So like, what would you like to see out of your career as a graphic designer? So ideally within the next, like me and Rachel obviously spoke about this, but ideally within the next year, I'd like to become a midweight designer and just really have more responsibility within the company and dealing with clients, etc. But in terms of long run, like there's so many goals I want to do, so many goals I want to achieve. And um, I guess you'll be able to follow on. Yeah. Yeah. Start of our journey. Yeah, exactly. Of recording our day to day working life anyway. <laughs>